0: Today on episode number 614 of The School of Podcasting, I'm going to tell you the one question that every new podcaster needs to answer before they press record, and it's not why. We hear the difference between minus 14 and minus 16 luffs, I share my thoughts on sponsorship markets, and if you need royalty-free music of any length, I've got a tool for that, thanks to Steve Stewart. Hit it, ladies! The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your award-winning personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in if you are new to the show. Thank you, first of all, for showing up. I really appreciate it. Here's what we typically do here. I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you face your fears. And I help you flatten that learning curve of podcasting. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER when you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start, and you can save on either a monthly or yearly subscription. There are other ways to work with me. Simply go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me, and you can read about those there. And today, I got to tell you, I love my audience. And I know right now I'm just talking to you, but there are times when I'm like, I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about on an episode, and somebody will send a question, and I'm like, that would be a great episode. Last week, if you missed it, I interviewed Monica Rivera from the You Want to Do What podcast, and I showed her growth from episode zero to episode 40, and I got a lot of really good feedback on that, so I appreciate you listening to that. You can check that out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 613, and this particular question ties in very nicely with that. So this is We're going to talk about starting a podcast. And really the question is to podcast or not to podcast. That is the question. And so I'm going to talk about three questions. Now, I ask a lot of questions when I get a client, but these are three and there's a new one that I now add that I think is probably more important than the first two. So I got this email from Tyler uh, Primavera. And he asked me, he says, I discovered your school of podcasting and asked the podcast coach shows, and I really appreciate them. I'm slowly working my way through them. So here again, when people find your show, if they like it, they will go back and download your back catalog. Just, I say that all the time and that's why. And then he even says, I'm sorry to hear about Bernie, the cat. So if you're new to the show, I used to have a cat who would come in and interrupt the podcast on a regular basis. And Bernie has gone to the big uh, uh, litter box in the sky says, I really want to start a podcast in veterinarian school. He says, I'm starting in the fall. So congrats on that. He says, but I'm afraid of the time commitment. I really think podcasting is a great idea. And he wrote an in-depth article about this. And I'll have links out in the show notes at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 614. Or you could check out his website, healthyvetstudent.wordpress.com. And he says, but again, I am afraid of the commitment. How do I decide to podcast or not? And he says, thank you for your time, Tyler. So the first thing I'm going to ask you is why do you want a podcast? Because if you can't answer that question, then please don't spend a dime on any equipment. You need to know your why. If you can't explain your why, you're never going to make it through the how. So to this, I went over to Tyler's website and he says, uh, through my podcast, I hope to speak and and live. He says the message that personal well-being is an absolute must during veterinarian school and that no vet student is ever truly alone. That's a pretty cool reason to start. So he's got a message he wants to put out there. You have to take care of yourself and not kill yourself when you're trying to go through college. He also says, I want my podcast to improve the lives of veterinarian students and the veterinarian field second. He says, I want to do my little part in tackling the big problem of veterinary veterinary mental maladies. That is a 50 cent word right there. So let's just do this live, shall we? I'm gonna copy that. I'm going to throw that out into uh, uncle Google and uh, it's a disease or ailment. We'll see. He's using fancy uh, veterinarian words there or something like that. So that's my first question. Why do you want a podcast? And if your answer is, I don't know, I think it'd be cool. All right. You can do that. But usually there's a little more heart in it. It's something that you just, I just want to talk about this. So that's question number one. Question number two How will you know if it's successful? And I realize that you might have one reason for starting a podcast and you might think, well, it would be successful if blank would happen. And then later that might change. But by answering this question, as a consultant, I can steer the podcast in what appears to be the right direction. So if your goal is to grow an email list or if your goal is to be seen as an expert, or if your goal is, is to sell more product or whatever it is why you're starting your podcast. When I know what you're defining it as successful, well, then we can steer it that way. And I can also see if the topic is in alignment with the goal of the show because that is not always the case. So for the person that wants to position themselves as an expert, and then they do a ton of interviews, I'm like, you're kind of making your guests look really, really smart but you're not really doing a lot of that for you. So there are, are different reasons why I want to have that question answered. So the first question, why do you want to start a podcast? Number two, how will you know if it's successful? And the other th- reason I asked number two, and I see this happen a lot. Somebody will say, you know what? This just needs to get out there. If I could have a hundred people download an episode a week, that would be phenomenal. That I just, I can't explain how that would make me feel. And so- they go at it for nine months, they're up to 150 downloads and they're ecstatic. And then they go and look at somebody else's stats. Who's doing a weight loss show. And they're doing a show about, I, I don't know, something super duper niche. And they go, Oh, I can't believe it. That guy doing the weight loss show is getting 5 million downloads an episode. And I'm doing a show about albino chinchilla racing and I'm only getting 150 downloads. Like, wait a minute, you said if you got 100 downloads, you'd be fine, and you're getting 150, quit comparing yourself to, and I just, I see people, the joy just gets sucked out of their life because they compare themselves to somebody else. So that's another reason why I ask how you know if it's successful, because I can point at that and go, look, you have success, you have what you set out to do. So this third question Is the one that I'm going to start asking people because I really think that this is the question that needs to be answered. And it is, um, unless you have a large budget and you're going to start farming a lot of this stuff out, your podcast is going to take up more time than you think. And while I normally say to use the four to one rule, meaning a one hour podcast is going to take you about four hours. To From start to finish, that number could easily be five to one when you're new, if not six to one, seven to one, depending on how much of a perfectionist you are. But with this in mind, unless you have a time machine, you know, there are still only 24 hours in a day. And most of us, at least the people I work with, are not starting a podcast. And I go, why do you want to start a podcast? You know, I'm just bored. I got nothing to do. You know, I'm sitting around watching Dr. Phil say brilliant things like, if you jump in the water, you're going to get wet. Okay, thanks, Dr. Phil. Uh, you know, and I'm just, I can't take any more Maury and Dr. Phil, and I hate Judge Judy. I'm bored. I never get that response. It's quite the opposite. Oh, I do this, I do that, blah, blah, blah. And so in this article that Tyler wrote, he says, right now I have plenty of time to make a podcast because I'm not in veterinarian school or veterinary school. I'll get that word right. Eventually he says, how I be able to attend school for 40 hours a week, study, work a uh, work out, maintain a long distance relationship, do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around as well as do a podcast. Okay. I added the hokey pokey but he actually says 40 hours a week. So that's eight hours a day, five days a week. So there's eight hours, right? I'm I'm popping open my calculator as we do this. So there's eight hours. I'm going to study. So that's an easy uh, three hours, maybe two, depending on how good a note you take. I'm going to work out. All right. So there's another hour. So now you're up to 12 hours in a day and maintain a long distance relationship. So there's another hour out of your day on the phone. So there's 13 hours a day. And then, uh, you know, that means that if there are 24 hours a day, that leaves you 11 hours to eat and sleep. And while that sounds doable, there's no time in there to drive. This is if you're teleporting everywhere. That means you're also not spending any time with friends And things like that. So the, my third question, and I really think this is the most important question is what are you going to give up to make time for your podcast? Yeah. What are you going to quit doing to make time for your podcast? Because Again, he says, I'm going to work 40 hours a week, study, work out, maintain a long distance relationship, and do a podcast. He says, How am I going to do that? I have no idea. But supposedly, if there is a will, there is a way. Well, if there is a will, there is a way, is not entirely true. And if we go back to the days of World War II, in 1934, in Time Magazine, a little guy named Adolf Hitler said, At the risk of appearing to talk nonsense, I tell you that the National Socialist Movement better known as the Nazis will go on for thousands of years. Well, he had the will to extend his national socialist movement, but uh, there was no way that was going to happen. And in fact, I don't really think he lacked the will. He had extra, he had will plus plus, but there was just no way that was going to happen. So sometimes having the will will give you the determination to really hunker down when things are going to get hard. But if you have to rely on your will all the time, your will will fade away eventually because what's going to happen. And I've talked about this in the past that you need your attitude. These are three things you need to podcast and they have nothing to do with downloads or technologies or audio Technica 2100 microphones, nothing you need your attitude. You need your health And you need the support of your family. Because when you stop sleeping, because that's usually the first one, I'll just stay up later. I'll record late when all the kids are in bed, blah, blah, blah. Well, all right, well, when you start cutting out sleep, sleep is so huge for your health that, uh, okay, now your health is going to fail. And when your health fails, that might lead to a bad attitude. And if you don't have the support of your family, well, then that also kills your attitude. And that can also lead to stress, which can also lead to health issues. And if you don't have the right attitude, it may come across the microphone. Well, it's Wednesday. And I said, I would do a podcast. So here it is. Hope you like it. That's not going to go over well. And uh, overall, it, it when you have a bad attitude, it's just going to kill the motivation to put out great content. You don't care, basically. So again, that third question, what are you going to give up to podcast? When I was in my 20s, I was on a few bowling leagues with my my brother, and and I think my mom was on one. That was kind of cool. And uh, I gave up watching TV, but I was with my family. So that was kind of cool. I was in a, uh, a bowling league, and I'm not a very good bowler, for the record, uh, with a bunch of friends of mine. That was a blast. So I wasn't giving up time with my friends. When I was in a band, I'm a a guitar player. I gave up time with my family to go to practice. So that was a night out of that. And I gave up time to actually learn the songs and things like that. Uh, Being in a band also made me give up sleep as I often didn't get home till three in the morning smelling like cigarettes and puke. That was always great. I have a little, we'll take a 10 second tangent here. I have a little plastic kind of a toolbox that I have all my cables and cords and guitar tuners and things like that. And for years I would open up the lid of that thing and would be like, mm, bar. It was awesome. Well podcasting is no different. You know, are you going to give up TV? Are you going to give up, I don't know, video games, sleep, family time, exercise, work, uh, other hobbies, whatever it is, you're going to have to give up something unless you're absolutely bored out of your gourd. And you're just like, I cannot watch another episode of, you know, SGU, I don't know, Poughkeepsie or <laughs> whatever it is. You're going to have to give up something more than likely. And that's the thing you need to, to ask yourself. So those three questions, just the three, and I ask a ton more when we do consulting. Why do you want to start a podcast? Because if you can't say the why, you're, you're never going to make it through the how. And I also need to, to help steer the boat with that. Number two, how will you know if it's successful? Because you wanna steer your boat towards that success. And number three, what are you gonna quit doing to make time for your podcast? If you'd like to work with me on a consulting, consulting call or a, a mentoring program, I have those now, where you can sign up for where we'll meet for a couple months. And you also get access to the School of Podcasting with that. Simply go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me. Hey, I am on the road this week. I'm looking forward to this a lot. On the 18th, I will be at com. I'll be at their monthly meetup looking forward to, to that. Again, for more information on that, go to Cincinnatipodcasters.com. On April 20th, Nashville, Tennessee, the now sold out podfecta. Check that out, podfecta.com. And I'll be doing a live podcast rodeo show there. That should be interesting, (laughs) to say the least. And then one more day in Nashville on April 21st, I'll be at Craft Content Nashville and if you would like me to come speak at your event, I love to do this kind of stuff. Simply go out to com slash contact. Speaking of Nashville, one of the people I'm going to get to see in Nashville, along with a ton of people, is the one and only Steve Stewart. You might know him from Steve Stewart.me, and you might know him from the Podcast Editors Club. That is a Facebook group for... I, it sounds weird, but podcast editors. So if you're a podcast editor, they're actually a pretty cool group. They get knee deep into the technology over there sometimes. And um, he pointed out a really interesting site and I wanted to pass it along to you. It's called MelodyLoops.com. Now I'm a big fan of audio jungle. If you go to school of slash audio jungle. And again, all this will be in the show notes school slash six one four. And if you're listening someplace and you're like, oh, you know, I always want to go back. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash newsletter, every time I put out an episode, the show notes come to you. But he told me about melodyloops.com. And here's what makes them different. Because like every, if you go to any music site, some of the stuff is just going to sound like it was made on a bad Casio keyboard. Can there be anything even more? Um, yeah, no. I have a ton of royalty-free music, and I'm very happy to say that one was free. But uh, Steve turned me on to Melody Loops, and I said, hey, show me some country music that was sad. And I realized that's kind of an oxymoron. and uh, Or wait, I don't know. It's kind of over-redundant, maybe. And uh, this is Peaceful Guitar Melody. Goes a little something like this. This is a country song. I got drunk with my dog in the truck, picking up mama from jail, right? It's not bad. And uh, so I, I kicked it around, but that's not what makes it cool. The prices are pretty decent. They're about 10 bucks a tune, but here's what Steve showed. You can go in and like right now, that clip is a minute and 21. Well, what if I had a really sad country kind of, whatever drama that I was working on, I could go into my, I bought it once. I could go in and say, look, I need this to be three minutes and 26 seconds long. And somehow magic elves behind the scenes, grab the pieces, parts, put them together. You can tell it to fade in for two seconds, fade out for 10, whatever you want. And it somehow makes the clip the exact length you need it to be. I was like, that's pretty cool. There's no affiliate that I can see program for this. I need to contact them about that. But there's a button that you click on called Longo Loops, which is a really weird word, Longo Loops. It's the distant cousin to Fruit Loops, except they're very long go. And uh, so it might be something, if you're looking for music and you want it to be a certain length, Check it out, MelodyLoops.com. And the next time you're on Facebook, check out the Podcast Editors Club. And for all things Steve Stewart, check out Stewart.me. And for all things podcasting resources, go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash resources. And I had another question come in. This came in from Kane Dorr. Kane is K-A-I-N-E-D-O-R com, And he said, Dave, what are your thoughts on podmosphere? And usually if my question or my answer is what? Uh, it's usually not good. I try to keep up on all this stuff so that you don't have to. And I've never heard of podmosphere. And when you have to think about a word before you say it, so you don't accidentally say it wrong, that's usually not a good name to choose. Uh, But when I look at the site, it looks like every other one of these podcast marketplaces kind of sites. You sign up with your show. You list approximately how many downloads you have per episode. You list what your fee is, and it'll be in CPM. Now, that stands for price per mille, which I think is the Italian word for million or thousand or something, but it's the price per thousand downloads. The thing is, Podmosphere, if you finally dig around their terms of service, they take 25%. So if you say, well, I'm going to charge $30 per thousand downloads and you get 300 downloads an episode, let's just say you do that just for easy math. Well, first of all, $30, they're going to take 25% of that, which means you're really charging $2,250 per thousand downloads. And so now we take our $2,250 and you divide that by a thousand to figure out how many, how what's the, the pay per actual single download then that means it's 0.0225. So basically, two and a quarter cents per download. You take that and you said, Hey, I got 300 downloads an episode. So take 0.0225, multiply that by 300, and you get $6.75 an episode. Woo! Where will you spend it all? And I've seen on some of these sites before, and even an example, if you go to Sponsororama. This Sunday, 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 Sponsororama. Well, if you go to sponsororama.com, you'll see thanks for visiting the Sponsororama sponsorship marketplace. It shut down in September 2017. And probably one of the longest ones, and this is a really weird website, cast.market. They're a ghost. They're like a ninja. You think you're going to see them and then whoosh, they're gone. They've spent a fair amount of money on branding. I often see their stuff at, like, in a swag bag when I go to an event. I believe they had a table at PodFest 2016, but there was nobody at it. And so it's kind of bizarre. But, uh, you know, through their campaign, it says here well, first of all, my favorite part of this one. And this again is from their website. I'm not making this up. It says cast.market is a free service. So just let's, let's chew on that a second. Cast.market is a free service. We don't charge podcasters anything. Got that? Nothing. Absolutely free. Through the campaign, creator businesses can pay podcasters, creator businesses. Okay, creator businesses can pay podcasters directly to sponsor their show. Our credit card processor charges 2.9 cents. I'm sorry, 2.9% plus 30 cents for this. market adds an additional 7.1%. So they add an additional 7.1%, but we don't charge podcasters anything and market is a free service. What? So that's kind of weird. And here's the thing that's wrong with most of these because I was over at, There's a new uh, kind of podcast hosting company I'm going to be playing with. They have a button for advertisers. Every podcast media host can probably hook you up with advertisers if you have the right criteria. But here's what's wrong with these different advertising marketplaces. Number one, they're all based on CPM. And the more niche your show is, the more you should charge. If you're doing an albino uh, chinchilla Racing podcast there, it's going to be a very niche market, and so you can charge more for chinchilla food sponsorship. That's what I'm saying there. But the one big thing that's missing from these marketplaces is really simple: sponsors, sponsors, sponsors and sponsors. I mean, it sounds like a good idea, but in the end, if there are no sponsors, it doesn't work. Like I'll give an example as a musician. Well, as a podcaster, CD Baby used to, this is a place where you could, when you're a musician, you could sell your CD and they'd be like, this month we paid independent musicians X amount of money for selling their CD. Patreon.com does this every now and then. We paid, you know, $1 million in 2000 whatever to independent creative people. I've never seen, and I'm on all their email lists, I've never seen a, hey, we paid X amount of money to podcasters on our platform. I've yet to see one. And also be sure to notice things. Like when I go to cast.market to look at their news section and I see that the latest update is from April 14th. And you're like, Dave, that was like a couple days ago. No, no, April 14th, 2017. So there's been no news. For a year? Really? And all that was, was the news was, hey, we were interviewed on somebody's show. So for the most part, CPM pricing does not work for about 92% of podcasters, unless you're happy making your $27 a month and adding another hour of time for the paperwork. Remember that, there's paperwork involved now. There's, there's one exception there that I've not looked into yet, and that is Podbean as a marketplace. Haven't looked into that one yet, so I'm going to exclude them from this ever so polite rant. But as the one thing these services are missing is advertisers, if the rule applies of supply and demand and they need advertisers, maybe, here's a thought, maybe you should go over, find a show similar to yours. In either A, ask them if you'd like to swap promos, promote each other's show, develop a relationship with them. That'd be one thing. That's free because all they can say is no. Or you might actually offer to sponsor another podcast in some of these directories. And again, if you want to see more of these, just go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash resources, and that'll take you right over to... All of the resources that I have found, and I some of those I put what's on their website. And in the case of uh, Podmosphere and Castop Market, you will hear just a hint of uh, not so much my snarky, just just pointing out that you're probably going to make about three dollars an episode. So thank you, Kane, for that question. I deeply appreciate it. And this may be something that works in the future. Just right now, the big thing that's missing are sponsors. Hey, I wanted to remind you that back by popular demand, we have brought back the question of the month. And I need yours by Friday, April 27th. And this month's question is now that, you know, we're into April, the first quarter of 2018 is over. Was there something that you wanted to do in the first quarter that you didn't get to? Why do you think that was? And You know, what do you plan on doing in the second quarter now that the first one is over? And I realize that to do that, to answer that question, you have to throw yourself a little bit under the bus and that's okay. This is, we're not here to judge. We're just here to share that, hey, this is something I'm struggling with too. And somebody to ask, hey, why don't we ask this as the question of the month? So I brought it back. All you have to do is go to schoolofpodcasting.com and here's the key point. Be sure to mention the name of your show, your website and what your podcast is about. So if it was me, I'd be like, hey, this is Dave Jackson from the schoolofpodcasting.com where I help you plan, launch and grow your podcast. And my answer for the question of the month is, and then I would answer it. It's really that simple. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact if you'd like to have your podcast in front of a couple thousand people. In case you missed it, it's time for a Podcast Rewind. I was on episode number 97 of Should I Start a Podcast? We were talking about the common podcasting mistakes you need to avoid. Here's a little clip of that. Podcasting since 2005, you must have some stories that when someone asks you what stories, the ones that come up to mind, what, what are those? I think my favorite from the podcast rodeo show is somebody literally hit record and they had like this kind of horrible intro music. And then the guy's like, so were we going to talk about the one article from the times? And he's like, no, I thought we we're going to do the thing. I don't know. I thought literally they were like, I'm like, this is a good discussion to have before you hit record. And you can find that at should I start I mentioned the podcast rodeo show in that particular clip. And if you've never heard of it, here's a quick promo. Bye. On the podcast rodeo show, we grab a random podcast and see how long we can hang on, and I give you a real life first impression. Didn't expect that. Am I all right. This is not your grandpa's uh, faith podcast. I'm digging it so far. Um, we discussed how cheesecake is actually a really great thing to have in your home. Okay, y- y- you had me. And you said you, you brought her on because she knows this cool survival stuff. And then you didn't tell me the other things that she's going to tell me about. And now you're talking about cheesecake. Um, so we didn't really have anything to talk about. We were going because this episode is coming out on Black Friday. And that, my friends, is the phrase that pays. The minute you go, ah, I'm not really sure what I'm going to talk about. I am out of here because that means that you're going to waste 45 minutes of my time. <laughs> Holy cow. Holy cow. Well, first of all, great intro. Here's the key to this. I want to hear the rest of this episode. Do you? I do. The Podcast Rodeo Show. Find it at podcastrodeoshow.com. Recently, I use Hindenburg Journalist to create this show. And Spotify, which currently, according to Libsyn, with only 13% of Libsyn users, actually setting up Spotify, is the number two place where people are listening to Libsyn podcast. You can get a free month, by the way, at Libsyn by using the coupon code SOPFREE. That's SOPFREE, all one word. And so the big question now is, well, which one should I use? Because we kind of, somebody said there was close to an industry standard of minus 16 LUFs and we're not going to even explain what a luff is. It's a loudness standard. And now Spotify is saying we would like minus 14. So what does that actually sound like? Well, I've gone into Hindenburg Journalist and said, look, don't automatically adjust the volume levels for me. I want these to come in at the levels I exported them at. So I recorded a phrase, exported it at 16 luffs, mono as a wave file, and then I exported it as uh, 14 luffs, Mono wave file, and here's the difference. You don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to be great. You don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to be great. Now, if you're asking yourself, hey, what was the difference there? It's about two decibels. The minus 16 looks to go up to about eh, a little over minus six decibels, and it's weird because you go up to zero. So it's about like minus five and a half decibels. The minus 14 luffs is about minus three-ish. So it's not a huge difference. So I hope this doesn't turn into a cage match to the death somewhere. In this corner fighting for minus 16 luffs, it's Biff the Crusher Jones. In this corner fighting for minus 14, it's John Smith Yeah, really? Now, for me, I was riding my bike last week, listening to podcasts, as you might imagine. And so there's all this traffic on the streets thing. that I'm going for the louder version. And I almost said louder standard here. And there are standards in radio. I don't know that we've all come together saying kumbaya and agreed on an actual standard for audio. I know we all kind of went, hey, let's use minus 16. And we all went, all right, sounds good to me. Because it really wasn't a whole lot of difference. I used to use minus three decibels. I'm like, that's good by me. So I hope it's not a huge deal. I don't really think it matters in the long run. I use Overcast, which has a voice boost button anyway. So I'm not that worried about it. But if you if somebody goes, hey, what's the difference between minus 16 and minus 14 luffs? You could do the math and go, um, two luffs, Or you could say, it's about two decibels. It's not a whole lot different. And just remember, it's weird in audio, the smaller the number. So minus 14 is actually louder than minus 16. But in the end, it's not the tech. I hope to see you when I'm out on the road this week. Do want to let you in on uh, something a friend of mine is doing. And that is my buddy, Eric K. Johnson. We talked about the Podcast Rodeo Show a little bit today. I do a show with him called the Podcast Review Show. You can find it at podcastreviewshow.com. And uh, I tell you what, if somebody said, what's the one thing that I've done that's improved my show, it's uh, basically making Eric K. Johnson one of my friends. This guy is a wealth of information. And he's doing a thing called the Power Podcast Interviews Workshop. You meet uh, for five weeks on Thursday night. I'll put a link to this out in the show notes. Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 614. It is starting April 19th, and there's only 24 spots available. Now, you also heard me talk about Podfecta. That is sold out, and I would be really surprised if this was not sold out. He's keeping it small because he wants to work with a small group, and if you're interested in that, either go to K Johnson.com or, like I said, if you go out to schoolofpodcasting.com, a link to this particular workshop as well as everything else I mentioned today. You can find school of podcasting.com slash six one four. I do want to thank you so much for tuning in. I have so many different ways. If you are looking for more information from me, you can go out to school of podcasting.com slash work with me. You can join my Patreon group for a dollar a month. And there's like another 40 episodes out there as well as extra stuff if you want a podcast rodeo show, it's five bucks. If you want a podcast review show, it's 99. If you want the school, trust me, any way you need help, whether you're stuck on the technology, whether you're stuck on the naming or the branding or the promotion, I can definitely help you. Check it out, schoolofpodcasting.com slash me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Next week, we'll hear the story from Dan Miller on how he was able to license the song taking care of business for his podcast, as well as I'll have some reflections from Podfecta. Until then, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. If you like what you hear, then go tell somebody. If you like what you hear, then go tell, like hear, then tell their, um Their uh, fees are not horrible. Jeez, that's bad. We have a cool resource from Steve Stewart for royalty. Re- ah! We have a cool resource from Re-, Re... Oh, man, why can I not say that? Seriously. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.